Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we definitely aren't jerking off corpses, which is a fucking insane thing to say, but holy shit, somebody said it this week. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and oh boy, we got a full show this week for you little kitties. In my in our first seat, we got Kennedy Cooper calling in via Zoom. Kennedy, how you doing today? I'm doing better than you, I think. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'm doing great over here. I'm doing lovely. Fantastic. You sound like you're you sound like you're you're coming apart. You sound like your body is a crumbling temple, my friend. Well, you know, not all things are built to last, but you know, by the grace of God, it finds a way to persevere. In our fourth the third seat, we got Deanna Dee Dee Rose calling in also via Zoom. She's got Emma with her right now. Deanna, Emma, how are you two doing today? I need to recuse myself from this podcast. <laughs> I'm experiencing a conflict of interest. This it goes against my own well-being. This is against my being here is against my own best interest. <laughs> well, it's you know we were talking about learning lessons from therapy today, Deanna, and I, I think you're I think you're I think you're learning the right lesson. Just get out while you still can. <laughs> Well, I am pleased by your presence. I will say that. Now, in our fourth seat, we have... Now, this is a very special guest joining us this week in that uh, he was the very first... What is this accent? What accent? Where's I don't that? know what you're talking about. Where is this guy from? I'm Pitts <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't know what you guys are talking about. In our fourth seat is a very special guest. He was the first guest on the very first episode of the worst week yet and now i am in his motherfucking living room hanging out with his motherfucking cat and dogs please welcome back to the show carlos hey guys it's me it's us it's good to have you back. yeah we're right next to each other i've spent so much time with andrew in the past like three days <laughs> it's been pretty sick actually hell yeah I shitted in every bathroom in the house, and this house has a lot of bathrooms. You went downstairs for what? The litter box. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why are you so rich? Why do you have so many bathrooms? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, listen, I'm definitely not rich, um, but... Uh, That's I exactly what a rich person well, would say. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely yeah, not rich. You have a wealth of bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a wealth of people that live here. Let me ask you: Does your house have multiple floors? It's a townhome, so it doesn't even have multiple house. It doesn't even have full wow, house. Dodging the fucking question, <laughs> yeah, Carlos. Yes, it does. It has three floors. <laughs> three, three floors, and how many of those floors have a bathroom on them? There's, yeah. So there's one bathroom per floor. Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually that's not exceptional. I'm, I'm no well, longer impressed. That is exceptional because <laughs> my house has two floors, a basement and an attic, and one bathroom. You got a, that, you no, got a Pittsburgh you toilet? Sound bougie. <laughs> Andrew, will you, you like? Would you backfiring on you, Deanna? Andrew, I need you to back me up on this. Tell them about w old Woody, my my toilet seat. Yeah, Carlos has a broken toilet seat that he, I was like, why do is this broken? And he was like, well, it broke a while ago, and we fixed it, but then it broke again, and then we just left it. <laughs> it's true. That's Which what is, happens when you have a house. <laughs> that's some. That is some me ass shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Except I wouldn't do that with a toilet seat because it, I need that to be functioning. No, that's the only thing in the house I need to work. It's functioning. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's old and it's wooden, and I just I, I'm attached to it. I don't want to get rid of it. 
I'm gonna fix it once and then I'm not fixing it again. Yeah, why well, I, I with the second time I broke it, it was beyond repair. Yeah, a new toilet seat is like twenty dollars. So you fix know, me once, shame maybe, on you. Fix me <laughs> twice, can't get fixed again. Maybe you should consider selling one of your bathrooms so you can afford to buy a new toilet seat. I don't know how I get into the market of selling an already installed bathroom in someone else's house. Charge admission, ho. Capitalism tells us that where there's a will to sell, there's a way to sell. That's true. Mm -hmm. Thank you, capitalism. I'd give you the red carpet treatment (laughs) in my bathroom. (laughs) I want to do an auctioneer kind of voice, but I don't know if I... Going once, the shit I... Okay. Um... We got a lot of motherfucking news to get to, but before we do any of that, we got to say thank you to our patrons. That's right! We got a Patreon over here at Worst Week Get. It's patreon.com slash Worst Week Get. You can sign up to get semi-regular bonus content. And if you give $10 a month, we say your motherfucking name. So thank you to <gasps> Chauncey Anders, Terminally Online Leftist, Music to Ignore, Zap Actions Downer, Megaforce Base, Nandy Angelus, Dragula 206, AJ from Baltimore, The Man in the West, Optimus Crime, Pablo Hummus, Goblin Mode, Andrea Hum for you. Fuck like my dad, Josh Troopin, Brienne, Nick Adams, parentheses, Alpha Male, Id Nerx, and CIA Brainbugs. Patreon.com slash worst we get. Also, shout out to fucking Josh Troopin and fucking Megaforce Base. They both came out to my show on Friday in Denver and brought me, they brought me little surprises. Uh, Josh brought me a custom shirt with his, his uh, naked cat Bernie on it. And uh, Megaforce Base brought me a Matchbox ice cream truck. It's so cute. It's so cute. Amazing. Wow. Wow. I don't. You, uh, we also, don't have a lot of fans, uh, but the ones that uh, we do are very high quality, and I, I'm really grateful for Jens. Also, this has come up a couple times on social media because I've posted pictures of it. But you know, if you become a patron of this show, we'll find some way to get you that gay 911 sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gay 911 sticker. Yeah, yeah, very happy about it. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm a little bit gay. I was alive on 911. <laughs> if I spill something on myself, sometimes I'm sticky. That's close. What? (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with you because I don't know how to think anymore. Um, Okay. We've, like I said, we've. Come on. um, Tell me the. I never thought in my years of being like a, the farthest fringe of technically talking about the news. Like I would never call myself a journalist, but like, you know, there's, there's, we talk about news stories on this show and in all my years of doing this and, and looking forward to as long as the show lasts, I never thought that I would be reporting on a story that is so impactful. So like dynamic shifting, like not just for me, but like for the world, for humanity as a whole, um, is this this our first story this week? Uh, Snoop Dogg is quitting weed. That's why everything is so fucked up. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, to be fair, it's still not confirmed if he's quitting weed. Yeah, I thought he pushed his date back. What? Yeah, <laughs> this motherfucker. Okay, so well, but also he may just be quitting smoking. That's what I thought. So, like, there are some edibles might be in play, right? Oh, right, for I was fuck's say, sake. There are so many sick, fun ways to smoke weed now that aren't actually smoking weed. Right. That's what I'm getting at. 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel but like I if you smoke, smoke is listen, I just want to say for the record, I'm not even I'm I'm cynical on this one right away because Snoop Dogg's done so many weird stunts. Mm-hmm. I half expect him in a week to be like, I don't smoke anymore. I only vape with the new Snoop Dogg brand vape pen from G Lab Flower Ganja Power. The new Martha Stewart collection. <laughs> like now I'm weird. <laughs> They're okay. just disposable. They're just disposables with like weird ass fucking paisley patterns on them. They'll be like that shit that you smoke, Andrew. Those those cigarettes that we need to make illegal. <laughs> oh, the little no, fucking the ones, the juicy bar or whatever. No, the, the, those <laughs> yeah, those fucking elf bar things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, they'll be like those, and they'll be they'll be made illegal six months from now. See, I was over here yeah. thinking the entire paradigm was shifting, but no, maybe it's just a little stunt. Okay, so I don't well, like, feel... Remember when Snoop Dogg said that his name was going to be Snoop Lion? Oh, Maybe God. he's going to be like... All I'm saying is... You think I we have another yeah. Snoop Lion moment on our hands right now? Right, like, if it's like Snoop Dogg is done smoking weed, Snoop Lion will stay high forever. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what if he's just shifting drugs though? What if Snoop Dogg becomes an alcoholic? Guy. Drunk Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg's like, I'm done smoking weed. Meth? I'm smoking meth now. <laughs> That'd be yeah, sad. Meth dog. Meth dog. Sup, meth dog. For shizzle. Okay, let's um, move on. Listen, he's getting older. He needs energy. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> This week, a plane heading from New York City to Belgium was forced to turn around after a horse. And fly is- into two towers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just asking. Why would you ask in the middle of my sentence? You probably could have figured <laughs> that it was going to a 9/11 joke. I'm off my meds. I wanted to make the <laughs> Okay. That's canonical. Moving on. Uh yeah, horse. Go on. Uh yeah, thank you for telling me to go on. Um a horse escaped its crate on a plane. And What? Yeah. What? A horse? Yeah, that was the sentence I was in the middle of saying. A horse? I, there was just a loose horse on a plane. Um, is that it was scarier? was it Snoop Horse? <laughs> it was Snoop Horse. Yeah, but I can't confirm nor deny whether or not the horse was smoking weed at the time, but I know that he's not now. Did the horse live? They the horse was injured. I guess I don't know because they they the were like we injured? need. A, they were like, we need a vet whenever we land. They also dumped like 10,000 gallons of jet fuel into the Atlantic Ocean because they had way I too much fuel. Horse piss or something for a second there. That I'm is really so concerned. much horse piss. <laughs> <laughs> does, does horse piss melt steel beams? Um, <laughs> Horses are big. I don't know. I Honestly, I think like in today's age, I would be more freaked out if I knew that there was like a horse rampaging like at the bottom, like underneath my plane than I would be if someone was like, everybody get on the ground. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, the joke I the joke I wanted to make was the horse got loose on the plane and then he was trying to do nay 11. Um, oh, no. <laughs> 
Now that I've heard it, I stand by my decision to interrupt you. Like, I felt bad for a second, and now I don't. No, Um, your joke was funny. It was just that you told it before I was done, like, setting it up. So uh, it was was, uh, uh, demoralizing. Most of what I do is you should you should try being me for a while. Listen, I'm very stressed out about this horse. So wait, was this a was this a cargo plane or was yeah, this? A- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, the horse wasn't on like Spirit Airlines or anything. That, okay, okay, okay. See, I really didn't know until now. Okay, yeah, I thought the horse had just gotten from his like Delta Sky Club. <laughs> it was just carried on. It was. It was actually. Bojack Horseman. It was, was a cargo plane. Go ahead. It was a cargo plane, but Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson was on the plane. Ironically, though, he wasn't very sick of the motherfucking horse on the motherfucking plane. He was fine with it. Horse was just hmm. chilling. Yeah. Wait, they I had thought the, t- the horse was on a rampage. No, no, no. I don't know. I didn't. It said that they didn't have a. Lo- they didn't release a lot of details of like what was going on. Just that the captain like f- like radioed back like yeah we got to come back and uh, somebody have a vet on standby whenever we land. So I don't know. You know, ever since like fucking COVID That's restrictions, people have been going crazy on planes. I guess horses too. They probably told the horse he had to wear a mask. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, or maybe it's just the lack of leg room these days. You know, horses <laughs> <laughs> they're always cutting that shit now. Uh, the horse in front of him <laughs> tried to recline his seat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, if I, if you're in the control tower and the, you get the call and they're like, hey, we need a veterinarian on standby. I feel like that's ominous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not good necessarily. But uh, hey, you know, uh, well, we uh, we hope this horse is OK, but. We understand um, if he is, a t- you know, t- t- if he needs to do a little bit of a horse 911, like, that's okay, too. You know, do whatever you got to do, buddy. I thought you were going to say if he needed to House. do a little bit of horse cocaine, and I don't know why I thought that. But also, if the horse needs to do a little bit of horse cocaine, I support that, too. Yeah. Also, yeah. if the horse wants to share its ketamine with the podcast, like, you know, we're here. Hit us up. Yeah. Patreon.com slash worst horse yet. Uh, let's see. Okay, our next story. This is very fun. Friend of the show, uh, George Santos, is in a little bit of, well, a, lo- a little bit more hot water this week after a <laughs> a damning report came out that found that he had used campaign funds on Botox and OnlyFans. Woo, elect this man. He needs to sign up again. <laughs> yeah. Keep this man in office. First good thing he's done. I would argue it's not the first. It, it's just one of many good things he's done. That's Here, true. I appreciate yes, his line. You know what? That's true. I don't really support like the positions that this dude takes, but like the fact that he scammed his way to Congress, yeah. like I gotta, I gotta respect it. That's funny. Yeah, I don't support like this man's opinions, but I definitely like how he got to where he is. Absolutely. Also, the, I just want to point out this guy pays for OnlyFans content. Respectable, uh, yeah, respectable. Kind of a commendable position, mm-hmm. right? Like you know that, like Mike Johnson, the weird ass speaker, <laughs> is like Christian monitoring apps on his phone to like send the police with a gun to his head if he looks at porn or whatever. <laughs> you know he's only fans content. He's not paying sex workers. No way. Oh, uh, did they release like which which uh which only fans it was? <laughs> no. I just I'm not that I need to you know 
I just I want to know what George Santos is into. Of course, um, we all. That's you I'm know curious. the question I, on all of our minds. Yeah, I don't know like, if this was true or not, but I did see a sex worker on Twitter claim that she had raided his dick, and I choose to believe <laughs> that's true because it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I support that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, he also announced that he's not going to be running for re-election. So you know what? <sighs> Pour one out for the homie. You know. What if he starts his own? I love own the George thing? Santos fuck it arc, which has been the entire arc. To be yeah. Clear. <laughs> yeah, there he is no other. In the public eye. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, RIP to a real one. Um, we, we, we didn't know what we had till it was gone. Um, I guess he's not RIP, in both talks. George Santos, come on the podcast. Fuck it. Dude, please. All right, let's move on. Um, so the, uh, Bernie Sanders has just truly fallen off and become such a goddamn disappointment to to us uh, as people, but also as leftists, but even more just as, as people. Um, now, we already know about his just honestly embarrassing stance on Palestine, uh, but this week, Bernie Sanders broke our hearts all over again. This time, it was in a Senate committee hearing when Senator Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma stood up and challenged the president of the Teamsters, Sean O'Brien, to a literal fist fight on the Senate floor. Okay. It was real South Park energy. It was like real Randy. Like, I thought this was America energy. Stand and up. This Stand dude, up. this fucking senator stands up. He's like, you want to fucking go right now? No, you want to fucking go right now? And, uh... I mean, I'm paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> Respectfully, he did take his wedding ring off, too. But then fucking Bernie Sanders stood up and was like, gentlemen, gentlemen, calm down. And he fucking squashed the beef. And honestly, like, we are not, no, nothing is ever getting fixed in this country. Bernie, you could have at least let us see a fucking Republican senator get the shit beat out of him by a teamster. Come on, Bernie. Come on. Yeah, we've like really actually boiled down to a point to where we have a physical manifestation of a fist fight between the ruling class and the working class on the floor of the Senate now, which is pretty cool. I would say it's Bernie, very cool. Bernie, you should have been in favor of that. Come on. Yeah, exactly. But like he usually basic. does, he, uh, he just kind of protected, you know. Yeah, yeah. Protected the wealthy guy. Fucking Bernie, dude. What happened? You I'm, fell off for real. And they're like, and both of those guys I would describe are shaped as very wide thumbs. Um, <laughs> I, you love to watch two thumb-shaped guys fight, honestly. Yeah, like, you know you're about to get a, a good fight when I, like, both these guys look like they're just made of thumbs. Like, there's a thumb up top and then a bigger thumb in the middle, two thumbs out to the side. <laughs> you know? Allegedly, the the senator was an ex MMA fighter, amateur MMA fighter from twenty years ago. Which, oh shit! Which really makes me think that he would have thought he's like still could <laughs> yeah. fight, and then like went to cardiac arrest like fifteen seconds into it. Yeah, I don't know. I think you only get to be president of the Teamsters if you win the Fight Club bracket. So like. <laughs> I don't know. Good, good luck. You definitely Mark. can't be the president of the Teamsters if you can't take a punch. That's uh, that's factual for sure. He was also like so, like, like not like fully calm, but like that kind of like 
crazy like uh like crazy person energy where like he he sounds calm but you can tell he's like so ready to fucking pop off he's like okay yeah let's go (laughs) i think that we should honestly too just take this to like its next like evolutionary course which would be like having mitch mcconnell and joe biden like in an octagon together with bernie sanders as the ref what if they kissed what if they all got lost (laughs) in the octagon There's too many walls, Jack. You know, we have incidents like this, and we also have, like, the the Elon Musk-Mark Zuckerberg fight that never actually happened, but the fact that it was even discussed with, like, could Any seriousness? energy. Yeah, is, like, kind of interesting. There's, like, something interesting. Like, we're, the, the, there, there's some kind of, like, violent blood sport thing going to happen in America soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, we're actually, pretty soon here, we're joking about it, but I can't wait for, like, uh, <laughs> 10 years from now when it's like, man, I really can't wait to see who they send from my district to Washington for the fucking Hunger Games that we're about to have. <laughs> yeah, not, not, my, not my, like, congressional district. <laughs> my, my Hunger Games district, to be clear. Also... <laughs> Bernie could have really won this whole thing if he had stood up and said, one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's de-escalation. And, and everyone would have respected it. I would have respected it. Hell yeah. I would have respected it. And right. it takes a for me to really respect anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. I endorse I endorse next to nothing, but I would have endorsed that. Missed opportunity. Yeah, that would have been the perfect time for like uh, any senator to like put up a card, you know, like a ring girl. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK, uh, moving on, moving on. And sorry, uh, listeners, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, Deanna and Kennedy have things to do. And I actually also have things to do. These motherfuckers put my tires on crooked. My alignment's off. so I have to go fucking fight a tire store. Uh, Great. Anyways. I, I will I will walk in thumbs up, dude. Like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I think you should walk in thumbs down to let them know you're unhappy, mm. oh. or thumb neutral to let them know if or if not you want <laughs> let to them know. Them. Let them know that it's like it. It's I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, <laughs> my my review is currently wavering. On the next <laughs> seconds. Hell yeah. Okay, listeners. And also the people on the show. Um, our next story. Wow. Wow. This week, Elon Musk successfully launched his brand new Starship rocket before it exploded mid-flight. Now, <laughs> I want you to pay very close attention to the way I said that. Successfully launched until it exploded mid-flight. That's how it's being reported. I saw multiple headlines that were like, Elon Musk has successful launch of his new rocket. And then it fucking blew up. Like, <laughs> That's Elon Musk has been working on his premature ejaculation problem in therapy for so long. <laughs> but like, that was the thing. Like, if you remember uh, a few months ago or something, maybe, I don't know. Um, Elon Musk tried to like test his new rocket and it like blew up on the launch pad. And, like, left a crater and spread debris for miles. So, this time... um, Random people in Texas's house got, like, destroyed partially. Yeah. Yeah. So, this time, it actually made it off of the launch pad. So, people were like, yeah, this is success, but it's still fucking exploded. (laughs) 
Who has a better success rate at launching rockets, North Korea or, or SpaceX? It's definitely North Korea. Okay, good. Like, Where's sorry, she- Elon. <laughs> you know, I, 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 Andrew, you should start referring to your love life this way. She'd be like, I went on a successful first date recently. She doesn't want to <laughs> see me again, but it was a successful first date. Yes, both of us were there. We finished. We finished our drinks. Okay, like we no <laughs> drinks left behind. Um, <laughs> also, Kennedy, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Come on, I'm giving you good material. It's sometimes it's it's still good, but it hurts. <laughs> See, almost everything Deanna said to me ever. <laughs> it's funny, but it's mean. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, don't apologize. Just uh, know that inside I'm crying. Um, Elon, hey, congratulations! You got your rocket to explode higher than the last one exploded. You know, it's it's a huge milestone. This is what I was saying about the premature ejaculation. It's mm-hmm. like he was like, I didn't come in my pants. I actually got my dick inside the girl this time, but then two seconds later, it was over. That counts. That the- counts. The good news is is that um, SpaceX is uh, heavily subsidized by the American to actually wait. No, that's that's he blew up some of our money there. God damn it. Elon, come on. Come on, man. Get it together. I, I think it. we should put that we North Korean general that saluted Trump or that Trump saluted in charge of SpaceX. <laughs> this Look. guy has three bathrooms he needs toilet seats for and you're blowing up his money. Uh, <laughs> hey. I know that we're probably going to talk about this at some point. So can I make a convenient segue and say that, uh, you know, it is possible that SpaceX and Tesla and everything else that Elon runs might get taken away from him. Oh, yes. That's actually our next story. Speaking of Elon Musk, uh, (laughs) this week, Twitter took a massive fucking hit. Be, uh, when several of their highest profile, highest dollar advertisers all stopped giving uh, ad dollars to Twitter all at once. We're so, talking Lionsgate, Disney, Apple, Warner Brothers, IBM, the Comcast, European Union. <laughs> all of these advertisers decided, you know what? Nah, you're cut off. Um, and the reason is because uh, Elon Musk the other day. Uh, responded to some fucking psycho Nazi post where a guy was saying that Jewish people support hordes of minorities overrunning white countries, and uh, they also support hatred of whites. And Elon like, Musk responded to called, that. Uh, this is something called great replacement theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk responded by, to that by calling it, quote, the actual truth, end quote. Yep. So um, all these mega billion dollar companies that, we're keeping Twitter afloat. They're not going to do that anymore. Um, so Elon, uh, his, his first move was to start talking about how great Twitter blue premium. Is. <laughs> he was like, I saw a post where he was like, seriously, if you sign up for Twitter blue, you won't see any, any ads in your feed at all. It's like, dog, there's no ads left. <laughs> 
I mean, there are ads left, but it's like it's down to like the kind of shit that you would hear after like the Joe Rogan show or mm. the kind of shit that you hear like before like an Alex Jones podcast, you know, like you log on to Twitter and it's like this this alpha beta blocker uh, super uh, turn you into a super get your get the estrogen out of your system. You, you be a real man. <laughs> we make fun of it now, but I remember the days when Joe Rogan advertised for flashlights and if my Twitter started recommending me flashlights i wouldn't be opposed <laughs> you know you know and if disney's not going to do it disney can you hear us we're <laughs> talking to you disney give give andrew flashlight ad dollars please uh, yeah a couple things to say about this first do you realize how anti-semitic you have to be for disney to say something um <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> really, like that's exceptional you know uh uh, and second is, I just can you imagine being Linda Yasserino right now? You just spent like the last nine months doing nothing but convince sucking up to these multi billion dollar companies and convincing them that advertising on Twitter was worth it. And, and then Elon Musk just like logs on one day, he's like, Yeah, uh, uh, the, uh I hate the Jews, and then it's all over. <laughs> Well, um, Elon Musk, like I said, his first response was to try and sell more Twitter blue premium subscriptions, but he wasn't done yet. His second response is that he announced that he is going to be filing what he describes as a thermonuclear lawsuit against the company Media Matters because um, something Media Matters was doing was collecting screenshots of whenever uh, these advertisers' posts would show up next to uh, like white, blatantly white supremacist, bigot, bigoted hate speech. So Elon Musk, like he he released this post that was like talking about how uh, they checked the logs of Media Matters and found that they manipulated this so that those ads didn't actually show up next to the Nazis. But he did not say these Nazi posts weren't happening publicly on my website. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 they didn't. They didn't happen right next to each other. <laughs> It's like a, you know all the wow. other like uh, Twitter offshoots that people like try to do that like all always turn into like some giant like racist cesspool. It's like Twitter's only job is to not do that, and they just they cannot stop. Yeah, well, you know, I do think it's very funny. I was I just thought of this yesterday that, um, like Elon Musk reinstated Donald Trump's Twitter like a year ago or whatever. And then he never used it except the day that he got arrested. He tweeted once and then hasn't gone back since. <laughs> yeah. Power I, move. Such Honestly, a power move. one of the most respectable things Donald Trump has done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it pains me to admit that Donald Trump has more willpower than I do. Because sometimes I will like, fuck Elon Musk. I'm not going on Twitter anymore. And then there I am. On the fucking app. But Donald Trump was like, fuck Elon Musk. I'm not going on Twitter anymore. And then just actually fucking didn't. Well, he did also just make his own other Twitter. Yeah, I haven't seen any truths lately, but yeah, I, need I, assume the, I, I assume the truths are out there. The truths continue to truth on. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's I no mean, stopping the truths. <laughs> I got jammed up on like, I don't know that Donald Trump is is giving out truths. I don't know. I mean, he's truth thing on the internet, but the truths are lies. 
It's a very confusing metric. Who up? Who truthin'? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's let's move on here. Um, humans are finally fighting back against the orcas using oh, finally that's... finally hear me out hear me out um we are using the greatest weapon known to man um heavy metal music yeah yeah this week a I will only... you're not allowed to pit my favorites against each other like this <laughs> what the fuck i will only accept this if it means that they are lowering james hetfield in a like in one of those like shark protective cages. <laughs> so he's like actually playing guitar underwater. <laughs> he's just fucking shredding in an underwater cage. Yeah, like that's the only sick, acceptable is is and just the other band members don't have to go down there. Like even Lars doesn't have to go down there. No, Lars needs no, he, Lars needs a little time down there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, don't even give Lars a scuba tank, but he needs to go down there. Um wait, put Metallica in the submarine, the submersible. Look, we've we're an ideas show, okay? Um but yes, no, I I do want I I want to talk about this story because um okay, okay. this week a yacht Traveling through, I actually don't know if this happened this week. I, who cares? A yacht traveling through the Strait of G- Gibraltar. Gibraltar? Gibraltar? Don't G- care. Gibroni. The Strait of Gibroni. Uh, they yeah. saw some orcas in the area and they were like, oh shit, they're probably going to come fuck with us. But wait a minute. We got that motherfucking thing on us. So they uh, turned on like the underwater speakers and just started blaring heavy metal music into the water. And in response, the orcas attacked their boat and broke the rudder anyway. <laughs> Hell yeah. It did nothing. They just partied harder, dude. <laughs> the orcas they were, were like, like oh, you yeah, want battle music. Did they pl- I want to know if they played break stuff. Like that's not really heavy metal music, but like like fucking just Wait, wait, wait. We have to assume, please, please. Okay. That they played Headstrong. <laughs> The way that I'm imagining it is it's like a it's like a nineteen like a late nineties hardcore show and the orcas are just moshing into the rudder like on the bottom of it. Let's open up this fucking pit. <laughs> Wait, guys, I mean have you guys ever seen a SeaWorld show? What? Have you ever seen a SeaWorld show? I know it's a terrible no. thing to ask. But, I think yeah. I, I think I got taken there whenever I was like a little kid. Yeah, I got taken when I was like nine or so, and I was just a mess. That's right. My mom is canceled. Yeah, my, my, my parents are canceled, you too. You think your mom dead? That's as canceled as you can be? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know? So, uh, anyway, you're... Oh, God. God canceled my mom. Oh, no, no. <laughs> You know? I don't... Uh... <laughs> God, but I do believe your mom is canceled. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I want to know what song it was. Like, really? It didn't say what? in the article. I definitely, I would have included that. I know I'm not like a big include the details guy, but I for sure would have had that. The reporter had yeah. to right. ask. Yeah. I, I just want to know, like, what yacht people thought was heavy metal. Like, what? <laughs> Lincoln Park. What was? I'm I'm still going with Headstrong. <laughs> I mean that scans because uh, isn't trapped like super Republican racist now? Probably. Yeah. Th- yeah. yeah. Sounds it. <laughs> I don't have to look it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just I, played I'm the first fifteen seconds of one. That without any further evidence, thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I've got everything I need. Uh, I've heard a trap song before. So, yeah, Orcas still undefeated. Um, humanity, <laughs> just give up. Just give up. Stay out of the goddamn ocean. And also for yep. any heavy metal bands that are looking to make a music video, Orcas. Also, have Orcas attacked any non-rich like rich people boats? I don't think they have, right? They're just attacking yachts. Like I haven't heard like of an Orca attacking like uh, some poor dude's fishing boat or anything. Maybe they have, and I just haven't heard about it. I don't think they have. No, I think they're just attacking yachts. Yeah, they so know what, they know what's up. Okay, orcas read theory. Well, the orca Somali pirate war that's been raging for the past fifteen <laughs> years has gone drastically underreported. I questions. Okay. My question is about the underwater speakers. Uh huh. Like, How? what is that? Right. Like, what <laughs> is that for? Even recreational. Like, why? <laughs> Why it's, a rich, it's, so- it's a rich person thing where it's like, you know, you it, it plays music and then you dive in the water. You still hear the music, dog. It's so I can what? listen. To, it's so I can listen to podcasts while I'm scuba diving. Is that a real thing? <laughs> it's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's a it's a rich person thing. They, I mean, they, sound they is do it in their pools and such. Sound is just vibrations through the air, so it can also be vibrations sound through the water. Sound is just vibrations through the air. <laughs> Holy shit! Thank Off you. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's what I don't understand. Like, I understand that music being played not underwater could be heard by someone underwater. I guess I just music being played underwater. It's like I, how, do, have, how do they stop themselves from electrocuting non, anything? You're gonna have non-underwater speakers too. Bill, those news. are just called uh, speakers. Yeah, yeah, those are just those yeah. are landside speakers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well. Don't I mean? Don't sound like oh yeah I, I I know that after you know we just spent ten minutes going over a technology that's existed since like the nineties. Has it? What, what, do you think, <laughs> what do you think was the first song played underwater? Um, uh, if it was the nineties, like was it Creed? Wait. <laughs> With fins wide open. Y'all all having an assignment, listeners. That includes you. Everyone has to go back and watch on the YouTube uh, the video of Creed's halftime performance. Oh, yeah. During the Thanksgiving Day football game. It was a Lions game. I know that. In the year of our Lord and Savior, 9-11-2001. Mm-hmm. Like bold move, two thousand one, Creed. It's Thanksgiving Day. Like the towers months. are down, yeah. and Creed is doing the halftime show. There's some guy that looks like Moby doing acrobatics, <laughs> <laughs> flying through the air on those like dangly silk things. It's crazy. It is. Everybody has to watch it. Yeah, that's our new Thanksgiving. Actually, watch it on Thanksgiving. Watch your Creed 9-11 Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. In that yes. way, everyone will have something to be thankful for. We have a new tradition. Yep. Wow. Look, we are tradition. You've heard of trendsetters. We're tradition setters on this show, okay? Yeah, we're traditionalists. <laughs> Let's I'm move on. Let's move on. I'm um, a shot life, and my only tradition is watching the Creed Super Bowl or the Creed <laughs> 
Thanksgiving. All right. So our next story. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs is a fucking monster. Uh, this week, his former girlfriend, Cassie, filed a lawsuit accusing him of abuse, assault, and rape, and forcing her to have sex with male prostitutes. Um, like, the details in this suit were fucking atrocious. Uh, and then the very next day, they settled the suit out of court for an undisclosed amount. So uh, this motherfucker is guilty, guilty. You don't settle day like within 24 hours unless you absolutely did that shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. Big yikes. Sean Diddy Puff. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. He changes his name too many times for me to trust uh, to find him as a trustworthy person. Mm. Yeah. Wow. He's anybody. So... Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say anybody that changes their name that many times is hiding something. Um, I basically just r- repeated the same joke I just made in different words. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> Good job. Good job. Professional comedian. <laughs> As soon as you said the same joke the second time with different words, I was thinking about how it was the same joke a second time with different words, and then you said that, and then my thoughts went away. Mm. Well, hey. Hey, Diddy, you're a real piece of shit. We knew you were a real piece of shit. J-Lo tried to tell us you were a piece of shit. The girlies in Danity Kane tried to tell us you were a piece of shit. Cassie, I'm sorry you were subjected to a piece of shit. And to other uh, pieces of shit out there who may or may not be famous and may or may not be listening to this podcast, please stop doing fucked up shit to the girlies. We're tired. I'm not even going to be that nice. We're coming for you. Yeah. We got the ghost of Biggie Smalls on our side. We're taking you down, Puffy. Yeah, the ghost of Biggie Smalls is ready. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's about to appear. (laughs) Brooklyn. Okay. um. (laughs) It was all a dream. Hey, uh, this week, (laughs) Joe Biden, president, am I reading Joe Biden's the president? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that true? I'm just hearing this. Yeah. Personally uh, known thumb. I'm just learning this for the first time. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, met with President Xi of China this week. Uh, the two were meeting in efforts to uh, kind of warm relations between the United States and China and, you know, hopefully work towards a more open communication and collaboration between the two countries. Um, after the meeting, President Xi was basically saying, like, you know, there's the planet Earth is big enough for there to be two countries that are strong. And uh, after the meeting, Biden uh, was like, yeah, he's a, definitely still a dictator. <laughs> you see the look on Anthony Blinken's face when <laughs> yeah. he said that? It, oh, my God. Because, like... You could feel his pain. I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's wrong to call him a dictator or whatever. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't I don't know exactly enough about where the line ends. I'm not, I'm not defending she. What I am saying is that, like, if you're holding a meeting to try and improve relations and you walk out of that meeting and be like, yeah, this guy is still a fucking bad guy... <laughs> What the fuck Good is job. wrong with you? I like to think that the way that that had to have happened was that Biden forgot what they were talking about by the end of the conversation. Oh, yeah. 
There's no way Joe Biden's well, sitting there. Also, it's just like Joe Biden, and I don't know if this is like just the way he is, or if <laughs> it's because he's senile and like he's just like hold, like grasping on to like what he can remember. But like Joe Biden, uh, uh, it, he he doesn't want to seem like he's like back backing down from some previous position mm-hmm. ever. And so specifically, if you word any question as, well, you said this before, you can trick Joe Biden into saying anything, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which means that there's the slightest possibility that we could get some hijinks going on, you know? Oh, definitely. He honestly kind of reminds me of like a broken Furby. You know what I mean? (laughs) And we could kind of get him to do whatever we wanted to. If you put the right people around him and said the right things enough. I got suspended from school, or uh, I got in trouble in school in third grade because I was watching Beavis and Butthead, and they kept saying "do it," like as refers referring to sex. And I went into school, and I was like, "I would do it with a Furby," and all the kids laughed so hard that the teacher came over and asked why everybody was laughing so hard. And then one of the kids told the teacher what I said, and they were like, "Oh, this kid's a little weird freak. We're calling his parents and telling them." Hell okay, we, yeah. need, we, need, we need the next. <laughs> Anyways, chapter. don't what fuck your, your Furbies. Don't even joke about it, especially if you're in second or third grade. We were just talking about how I was telling you that the in 1999 that like the Norfolk Naval Shipyard <laughs> uh, and uh, like basically like canceled Furbies. You couldn't bring them out there anymore. Same with the NSA. Do you think that's why there's just too many nerds fucking Furbies? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we th- they they claimed that it was like a security concern. They're like, we don't know if these Furbies are recording stuff and sending it back to China, China, China. <laughs> um, but really, it was just people kept fucking the Furbies, <laughs> and we didn't want to hear uh, your weird sex noises anymore. Yeah, my Gov Econ teacher when I was in school had served in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and came back with a Furby. That had survived a roadside IED, (laughs) and it looked it looked terrifying, but it still worked. Okay, (laughs) even with half of its face burned off. (laughs) Holy fuck! That fucking Uh, rules. And and whenever we were misbehaving, he would just turn on the Furby. Did it have like the screams of the soldier that died during the explosion? All he had to do was turn on that fucking haunted ass Furby, and we would all shut the fuck up. That rules. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Mine built Ford tough. It's built Furby tough. <laughs> also, you know what? I, I'm going to take a, a rare stance here. Ooh. Joe Biden, great job. You went to a meeting with some other fuckers you don't like to try to <laughs> get along. And you came out of that meeting and you were like, I know we had a meeting about trying to get the fuck along. But after a careless review... I have determined I still don't like your fucking ass. And you know what? <laughs> that is some petty shit that I would do. Like, I definitely had <laughs> to go some, like... That is some hater energy that yeah. I have to respect a little bit. Now I, that you yeah, that's it. what I mean. Like, I definitely would get sat down with some bitch to, like, have a little go-along to get a long time. And I'd be like, yeah, we're cool. You're still a hoe, though. And then just <laughs> leave. <laughs> <laughs> Like hater to hater, JB. I see. I get what you're doing here, and it's not becoming of a, you know, an international diplomat, which is why I'm not one. But I do respect it. I see yeah, it. Yeah, it's a terrible move for a president. But as a hater, 
As a hater. <laughs> if you're a hater, I want to let you know you're doing it right. Well, personally, I think the president should reflect the values of, of the American people. And I think we would honestly get along better if that's what it was. You know what I mean? If we honestly, just took like a person. Honestly, not. A, this is my president. This is. This is that guy. is exactly how I would act. If they if all my friends were like, OK, come on, just so we can all be cool. We're going to just come to the party. I know she's going to be there. I know you don't like her. You have beef. You talked some shit before. But, like, can we all just be cool? I'm like, all right, guys. All right, all right. I'll be cool. I'll be cool. <laughs> and then, Why? like. Deanna is lying. <laughs> <laughs> First then, like, off, I wanted you to know I completely believe you. <laughs> two shots of tequila later. I'm like, anyways, bitch, what? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Um, hey, while we're on the subject of U.S. politics, uh, I have some great news. The House and the Senate this week passed spending bills that will avoid a government shutdown until after the new year. Uh, because it turns out the only thing that's more important than your deeply held core principle beliefs on the direction in which the country should be going, the only thing more important than that is making sure you're off for the holidays. (laughs) Is making sure Christmas can still happen. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, well, if we don't pass something to get this till January, then we have to work on, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like, fuck that, dude. Yeah, you can just have the fund the gay military. Fund the woke mob. It's fine. It's fine. We'll worry about it after Christmas. (laughs) Give the orcas everything. Yeah, give the orcas everything. (laughs) <laughs> the ox cord. They control the underwater. <laughs> Listeners, write in. What do you think the orca would play if it got the ox cord? Uh, worst we get at gmail.com. Dancer's headstrong. Dancer's always headstrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you, let's, let's talk a little bit about the youth. Oh. Um, no cap. So, uh, I guess I just want to say kids these days. Uh, This week, (laughs) a number of large accounts on TikTok all of a sudden started sharing Osama bin Laden's letter to America. (laughs) Bussin'. And so, like, here's the thing is that, like, a lot of people that are, you know, in the age range that are using TikTok TikTok frequently are, like, either born after 9-11 or, like, born so young that, like, they don't really have any actual memories of it um so it's been a long time since i read osama bin laden's letter to america but like if i remember correctly like in it he was just kind of explaining like why it's our fault that he was gonna 9-11 us and like it's not that i agree with him but he also wasn't really wrong you know (laughs) like he was like yeah you guys keep doing empire and keep trying to fucking bully all the other countries in the world eventually like we're gonna come fuck with you and it's like wait 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 wait. not the not the generation that made gaslighting word of the year being like hey did you guys read this letter from this guy that blew a bunch of us up telling us why it's our fault that he blew a bunch of us up (laughs) (laughs) damn that's like the littest take ever in all of history Kids are so fucking stupid. Oh my god. Well, here's the thing is that like here's here's the thing. 
was was he cooking a little bit? Yeah. But also, it's also not a good justification because really you could turn that same kind of justification around and over and over and over. Like it's just it's just this it's, it's it basically what 9-11 was was collective punishment. Like if he would have only hit the Pentagon, I could maybe just be like, no, he was he was in the right. Um, you know, but right. yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think that's a good take. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If he had just been like Pentagon White House Congress, I would have been like, you know what? Based, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the thing is, is that so this started getting shared, and then I don't actually I I don't know what the fuck was going on here because I saw a bunch of um, of like Zionist po- uh, like accounts being like, "This is a sign that uh, you know the Generation Z is anti-Semitic and they want to kill all the Jews." Which like, I don't think that's it. But then I saw a bunch of like pro-Palestine people that I've been following on Twitter saying that like this was completely natural and uncoordinated. And then I saw a bunch of other people saying that this was coordinated. And so I don't really know where to land on this, but like, I do know that like one of the things that the IDF has been doing is like, like 5d chess psychological warfare, like not just recently, but like at least as far back as I can see, like, you know, I I was just listening to something the other day about how um, the IDF had spies working for uh for the IDF within United States police departments trying to spy on people who were uh activists against apartheid Africa so like in like the 80s or whatever like the IDF is doing a lot of psychological warfare shit that doesn't really make a lot of sense you know uh so like I don't know I don't know where I land on this but the fact that a lot of like the big zionist people were like using this as like justification to say that like the whole world is anti-Semitic. It does feel like one of those things that like some fucking shithead at a, a IDF think tank could like sit down and be like, what if we trick a bunch of people into talking about Osama bin Laden to make us seem like more victims? Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's like a big convoluted plan, but like that is kind of shit that they do from time to time. I also just think though, that it's like, it's pretty natural that like, this effective propaganda that Osama bin Laden produced would eventually uh, kind of take <laughs> a certain amount of root within our consciousness. Uh, and that, like, you know, there are going to be people <clears throat> without, like, the same context viewing it, like, trying to make sense of our current, like, situation. And it's like, it's it's obviously just going to lead to like mountains of bad takes by young people yeah. but uh that's not really shocking when it comes to politics like i mean my takes when i was 17 were pretty bad my takes <laughs> were pretty bad um uh, <laughs> i wonder though at the how same many- time like i think it is just this inevitability of the fact that like we've never really meaningfully addressed anything that happened then mm-hmm. so like now like young people are trying to make sense of it in a world where like nobody has ever actually ever tried to explain to them what the fuck this even means basically you know yeah i really wonder how many of these new kids like this was the first time they ever saw that yeah right. yeah and like like i said this 
it, it, this could have just been something completely organic because like that's kind of how the internet works. Somebody talks mm-hmm. about something and it goes viral and then a bunch of other people see something viral and they're like, I want to talk about this so I can go viral. Like that also makes sense. Right. Like there's basically there are a lot of different explanations that I could see being true, but like there are a lot of people that are saying for certain that it's one thing or another. And it's a lot of, a lot of that is coming from like Zionists being like, this is proof that there's a coordinated effort to make uh, Israel look bad or whatever. Like, it's like, I don't know if that's the case. It's just as likely that you guys did this to make yourselves look like victims, like, or that it's just, the fucking internet and people like going viral. Like it's, it's, I don't know. You're murdering children right now. So like, maybe don't worry about what someone else is doing to make you look bad. Also like, uh, yins have done like, uh, what at this point, four nine elevens in the last, in the last month and a half. So maybe shut up. I saw a few days ago. It was like over 6,000 children, which is like more, it's like a nine 11 of kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's two 9-11s of children, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. Hey. Multiple 9-11s of children. <laughs> that We're getting close to math here, okay? Mm. And, like, dead child Unacceptable. Math Unacceptable. Is some of my least favorite math. Not like, as a loves math, at tallying up dead children is not a math. I really feel... My hot take is not good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we just, uh, just before we get out of here, there's, you know, a couple updates to the situation, um, in in Gaza right now that I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, uh, Israel this week finally conquered the Hamas command and control center in Al Shifa hospital. That's right. Hamas will no longer be able to run, uh, run their operations out of this in-depth, multi-fucking room, multi-level, uh, sprawling underground complex. Uh, that they also uh, didn't find when they conquered the hospital. <laughs> yes, that's right, folks. If you remember, just a few short weeks ago, the IDF released a computer-generated image of a vast network of underground tunnels and bunkers and um, board meeting rooms <laughs> for Hamas that was located under uh, under the, the Al-Shifa hospital. Uh, they have since conquered the hospital, which, first and foremost, who the fuck conquers a hospital? They put up a flag on top of the hospital. Like, what's wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Um, I mean, a lot. But, uh, yeah, they took over this hospital, and then they were like, we can't find any of the stuff we said was here. <laughs> but they did find uh, allegedly a, f- some, a couple guns sitting around. Uh, this, this fucking Israeli soldier douchebag gave a tour of one of the buildings of the hospital. Did either of you two watch this tour that he gave? I didn't watch the tour, but I did look at the table of stuff. Oh, yeah. That they oh, yeah. found, which included like two guns and like a grenade. And then also like two Qurans and a box of dates uh, from a company that is in California. <laughs> Coincidence? Who knows? <laughs> wow. So I did watch this full like seven minute video because the last time they did one uh, where they like showed a, an underground tunnel, it was like severely edited to the point that like it was unclear what 
if they were in the same room, if they like had gone into, the, didn't make sense. So the, Israel released this thing, and they were like, "We are putting out the full unedited clip." Now, unfortunately, there was at least one edit that was visible. <laughs> uh, so they did delete that post and repost it. <laughs> so this guy walks around. Um, it's the radiology center of a hospital. And he's going from room to room. And in the first room, he goes uh, into where there's an MRI machine. And he's like, look, this is proof that Hamas is running their entire operation out of this hospital. And he found, like, a duffel bag with a gun and, like, a vest in it behind the MRI machine. And he's like, look, here it is. Here's proof. And uh, first of all, if you have a gun near an MRI machine, we know what happens. We've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> that is the <laughs> worst place you could store a gun. <laughs> um, and then he like goes around and there's like a closet with two more of those bags in it. There's another uh, empty bag with the stuff laid out and he's like we found this bag in here so you can't say that we that we messed with it we just took the stuff out of the bag and we laid it on this table um and yeah so it's like a seven minute video and the thing is is that like they they presented this as evidence that this was a, a hamas command center they oh they also found one laptop in one radio so they're like yes this is where they control hamas from <laughs> And the thing is, is that like a lot of people were just coming right out and saying, this is fake. This is staged. They, they planted all this stuff, which that could be true. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't at all put it past them to plant shit in a video that they're releasing. But the thing is, is that even if it's not faked, if this is real, then it would be, I would think even more likely that the reason that there's like a half a dozen bags full of equipment is that a half a dozen uh, Hamas fighters like went to the hospital for whatever reason. Like, not that they were running shit out of there, but just that they went to the hospital and they had their stuff with them. It, like They needed a hospital. Wait, can we, can we also talk about, like, if, if you are going for this as your proof that it's incredibly damning to be like, yes, this is their command center. They have one laptop. And it's like... <laughs> you're one of the most advanced militaries in the world yeah uh, 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 you got fucked up by a dude with a laptop <laughs> you got fucked up by a guy with one laptop and like two walkie talkies it's like a uh, lenovo and, thinkpad and, 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 and brought you they've, got, they've got a few of those you remember those like message decoder rings <laughs> you used to get back in like the day back in the 80s and 90s in your cereal box they got like twenty five of those. They have that, a pair of them. Crazy. They're like, this is a. We found a a burnt up Furby and a Harriet the Spy kit. <laughs> <laughs> those little puzzles you used to put on your fingers. They're like, see, it's like they got the numbers on it. Yeah, the secret decoder ring. Yeah. yeah, they found um the the room where they were allegedly keeping hostages, and it was just a bunch of Chinese finger traps. Like this is how they detained them. Um. Can you say Chinese oh finger God, traps anymore? I, maybe. No, probably. It's a good question. Hmm. Listeners, for those of you who uh, think that I just did something wrong, um, whether or not I did, I'm sure I've done many other bad things. So d d don't explain it to us and then move on. Yeah, can't please. Uh, so what else? What else? Okay, so after um, days of Israel being in control of this hospital they keep saying we're gonna we're gonna find these underground bunkers and we're gonna show you i promise so it's like somebody was like are they just building them like 
Uh, but then uh, the former Israeli prime minister came out and he said that, uh, oh, actually, the command and control center is actually under a different hospital in southern Gaza. So we're going to have to go down there next. So maybe that's it. <laughs> they just picked the wrong hospital. That's all. It's, oh, it's, it's definitely we ridiculous. were right about a command center in a hospital. Just wrong, wrong one. Good thing we destroyed this one, though. So now we can be sure. Oldest mistake in the book. You know, it happens to all of us. Literally all of us. It's a bit ridiculous, I think, for them to like honestly have convinced the majority of like the Western population that on October seventh they knew absolutely nothing about the attack, but like the next day they knew where like every tunnel was in all of Gaza. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh <sighs> it is upsetting. Hey, uh, you know, there's been protests for Palestine all across the world, all across the country, you know tens if no hundreds of thousands of people have been out in the streets all over the world um but this week you know the zionists they were like well we we want to have a we want to have a protest too so uh there was a march for israel in washington dc this week that was held on a tuesday now uh you may remember this because uh there was like I don't know exactly what groups were doing this, but they were, I saw things where they were like offering to literally pay people to attend these protests. No, This never happens to me, man. Wow. Like they were like, we will give you $250 if you come to this protest. That was like something they were actually putting out in. I, I just like, did they give you anything to protest with? Like, did you get a sign or a flag or a shirt? I have no idea. I don't know. I think uh, they did give you stuff. Yeah, like I want a party bag too. Yeah, I want snacks, <laughs> hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, just you know, typical stuff. So uh, at this protest, they there was one of the people that spoke was like this, like Christian uh, pastor or preacher or whatever the fuck the word is, who is like explicitly been like white nationalist in the past and also just like anti-Semitic like but he's he's pro he's anti-Semitic but pro-Zionist so they let him speak like, it's fucking insane um and hey. yeah I love that yeah uh and yeah so it's great to see did they pay him to speak uh I don't know probably I don't fucking know um but yeah, they 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 were also doing the thing that Trump did, where they were like over like uh, overstating the amount of people that were there originally, and they were like, remember, it was like the exact same place where Trump had that his inauguration, and they came up with the word alternative facts because they were saying that there was way more people than them were there. Uh, it was in that same like right by the Washington Monument, like plaza or whatever. <laughs> like cool dude the 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 venn diagram you know it's just a circle um how many people were actually there i think two hundred and ninety thousand or two hundred sixty thousand. so i mean i do obviously not all those people were paid but uh a lot of them were christian zionists like it was you know there's a lot of support for israel in the community of people that are so fucking christian that they can't wait for the end times kind of a deal Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's just like a, a scarily like big community. Yeah, it ain't yeah. that ain't that ain't small potatoes. No. <laughs> so our last story for this week is actually the the thing that we began the show with. 
um, because there's been there's been a lot of propaganda um, coming out. Um, and I mean, it's coming from all directions, it's coming from all sides. Uh, you know, some of it coming at you from every side. Some of it is, uh, you know, I would say like a little more based in truth than than other stuff that we've seen. Um, but there's one piece of propaganda that came out this week that I believe is true. Uh, but I deeply, deeply wish that it wasn't. And that is the story of a woman whose husband was an IDF member um, who was recently killed in no. battle. Yes. Her husband was no. recently recently killed in battle. Uh, and so she came out and told the story about how after she received word that, that he was killed, um, that she asked the Israeli army to send out uh, a team to extract his seed. They had talked about wanting to have more children. And so it was important for her that even though he, he was no longer going to be there, that she, she continue to carry on his legacy by uh, con- having more of his children after he is dead. Uh, so apparently... Um, there's a part of the Israeli army whose job is to go and get come out of corpses. Yeah. Mm, I hate that this story is real. Now, um, so much. a lot of people on Twitter were, as you can imagine, doing bits about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which prompted a few Zionists to uh, accuse them of being anti-Semitic, of course, of course. Because, you know, the reason that we th- we think it's weird to jerk off of a, a corpse is because of the religion of well, the people doing it. Well, clearly, everybody knows that if you're a necrophilia, you're also an anti-Zionist. You, you know, the two go yeah, hand if, in hand. Yeah. You know, I you know if, if 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 these were Christians jerking off corpses, I could understand <laughs> it. But you know, uh, now um, there's a there's a there's an anti-Semitic motive to this. That there's uh, there's yeah, a lot more no. that you can you can build onto this story. I think personally, like yeah, speaking as the token Jew of this podcast, I'm grossed out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, as I said, uh, you know, because they're you know, rather than deal with the fact that this is a weird fucking like, uh, 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 like urge to continue bloodlines and have more Jewish babies than, uh, Arab babies in Israel or whatever. Like there, there's like a lot of fucked up, uh, d- like reasoning behind this. It is, it is like, I'm, it is coming from a bad place. Like this isn't just like a cultural like oh we don't understand their traditions. They are literally trying to like make sure that they don't they're trying to do great replacement theory or so, like I don't know what I'm saying, but like they're doing this because they want to outnumber the Arabs in the area. So they're like we have to have as many pure blood babies as possible. It is fucked up, okay? Um <laughs> but also it's just gross. <laughs> Well, the, because I have so many questions because you know the Zionists were like trying to be defensive for this. It literally led one woman that I saw. She had a thread about how like there's a lot of anti-Semitism going around and how people are joking around and like clowning on this. And she did say, "quote 
No one is actually jerking off corpses. And <laughs> like, oh, okay. No, the fact that you're like medically taking sperm out of a dead body and then putting it inside of an alive womb. That it's we were just worried that you were touching the pee pee. Like <laughs> <laughs> nothing weird um, about that at all. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm coming coming out of a weird field here. I I do know that like like sometimes in the cases of somebody being like terminally ter- ill, ill like I. I it's not an unheard of just in general practice. I just am more like. I feel like. Well, here's what I want to say about this. We used to keep more stuff to ourselves <laughs> as a, as a, as a world, as a human race. All right. It's we used like, to keep more stuff to ourselves and there would have been a time where you would have just gotten your dead husband's sperm and then just not, and then you just would have said, you know, right before he left for duty, we were screwing like crazy. Um, and just, and just let everybody just make their assumptions and moved on. And you just would have not divulged this information. I just want to go back to a simpler time. What if she's cheating on her husband or well now, and this was, Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was all just a ploy. This not really. Is gonna come she, out she Palestinian. She plants. She cheating on him with a moss. <laughs> <laughs> well, my other question is like, did did like the woman herself pursued this? Like it was like this wasn't some like state sanctioned. No, there is a state. There's a there. There is yeah, a state I guess program. My question this. was I, about I, like, I, yeah, the state is. component because that's where yeah. I was going with saying like with terminal illness, like this isn't unheard of. Um, I I just I didn't know what the state's component was. A tax write off for this jerk off sesh. Yeah, I don't like. I I don't think that this is something that is like compelled by this, like or mandatory by the state, or I don't even know the levels of like what no, the state compels, but I, it's I definitely encouraged. the The state of Israel definitely wants um, Israeli people to reproduce as much as possible to try and outnumber the Arab people. I do know that that is something that they yes, that are the, are concerned with. That is a stated goal. Now, here's my next question. Oh boy. That being their intention, why? We really have to have more questions. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Why when people enlist, like, why when sperm producing people enlist and, like, are, are sent out with the, they show up for their IDF, you know, training or whatever, why aren't they just, like, having a huge just a, like a, a sperm bank like why are they waiting until after motherfuckers that makes are- sense part yeah. of boot camp should be jacking off it. i think i've part never served but i, I imagine part of part of boot camp the, is jacking of off this yeah you but- gotta learn how to jack off like in a different kind of setting you know you, yes here's the thing is 
he's like, if and you that's, do and that's what army strong really more. means. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, folks, hug your kids tonight. Um, <laughs> collect your collect your lover's sperm ahead of time. Don't wait till after they die. Uh, that's the moral of this story. Or yeah, don't wait till after they die and then actually be banging a Hamas guy. Let's end this by any means. Yes. Um, <laughs> we'll blow up this sperm bank and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, Kennedy, Deanna, do you have anything to plug? Nah. No, I hate my fucking life. Let's go. Carlos, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Hot Boy Gulag. Hell yeah. Of course, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash worst week yet. Um, I'm still on tour for a few weeks. Come see me. Come hang out. Uh, if you live somewhere in the Midwest and you want me to be at your Thanksgiving, let me know. I will probably drive to your family's house and eat, eat turkey and watch football. But don't fucking invite me if there's no gravy. Uh, more important than all that bullshit, tune in again next week for more bad news.